Hey besties, it's Everything's Not Fine. Howdy doody. Howdy doody. How you doing? <laughs> Apparently that was a show like, I don't know, in the 50s or something, like the Howdy Doody show. It was a kid's show. Anyway. My dad would always say, it's howdy duty time. I don't know where that came from today. That was impressive. That really came out of nowhere, but it is true. My grandma used to say that. Actually, as soon as you said that, I thought of her. How you doing, pud? She'd always oh, say. <laughs> so cute. So cute. My grandma called me Prunelli, and I still don't know what that means, but I'm going to have to look it up. Was it nice or was it mean? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I bet it just was sort of like a little love, yeah. you know, nickname kind of. I hope so. It sounds like prunes, which makes me sound like I was constipated. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to digress already. <laughs> We're going to assume it's good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was a grandmother, so hopefully. Exactly. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Well, it's good. Yeah, it's like we're in fall. It's been really beautiful here, of course, as we know. So yes. it has not, it has been lovely because it has felt like a lingering, nice weather, you know, oh. situation. Um, but we've been waiting to go to the to go do some of our fall things, apple picking, pumpkin donuts, the whole spiel, till it was cooler. And then we realized like it's not really getting like super cold. Yeah. So it's fine. We actually just went, we like to go kind of in the morning. So we still had that like bundled, like crisp feel. Oh good. Yeah. You sent a picture on your way to whatever social media we are on I can't yes. of you guys on your way and I saw that you all had sweaters and sweatshirts and such on and I was like oof I hope you layered up because yeah. it has been getting so warm here in the afternoon but I today also have on a hoodie for the first time ever in this place um, because it was cold enough this morning when I went outside that I needed it so uh -huh. I think we might have a, a shift Yep, I think so too. So it's been kind of nice. It is nice. But yeah, same. We did layer up for that same reason because it was like, um, okay, well, when we get there, it's going to be like 50 degrees. Uh huh. But you know, within, you know, an hour or something, all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm a little sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's 78. Cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But we had a great time. We got all of our like fall feels in and. Oh. Um, I'm making an apple crisp today in honor of, it's great. Oh, lovely. Yeah, can't wait. And those pumpkin donuts, mother trucker, they are so freaking good. Oh. I don't know. I hear when people go to apple picking, pumpkin patches, whatever, there's the pumpkin donuts. There's also the, what is it, apple cider donuts or something. I oh. never had these things. Why have I never had these things? Oh, they I'm are done good. It. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going. Mm -hmm. I recommend it. the donuts. I don't care. Well, that's the thing is that we are all suckers for it. So we have our like first stop donuts at one place because they have <laughs> the best ones. Ooh. And then we go 
Um, and I'll tell you later because I feel bad. But then we go over to our favorite apple picking, which is a different one. Uh-huh. You know, support local. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Pay $75 for a pumpkin you could pay 14 for in the store. Oh, God. We did that once when we were really, um, we were younger as a family and like poor as shit. And we were like, let's go to the pumpkin patch. $85 later and I wanted to cry. Yes. And like at that point we were like, it's too late. We're already, at, we're, we're here. Like right. we now we're screwed. But yeah. that was the last, I was like, we will never do this again. We will come here. We'll uh-huh. take pictures with it. Uh-huh. And then we will go to our grocery store and buy them because yes. sorry, we, that's too rich for my blood. That shit's yes. expensive. Even if I have all the money in the world, it pains me. I mean, I don't, but if I did, it pains me to spend stupid money on things. Yeah, yeah. I will pay for the apple picking and the donuts. It's like, okay, it's once a year. And, you know, it's the whole experience and the whole thing, too. And it's a thing that all of our kids love. So even if they're, like, adults, they all come. And that makes my heart sore, right? So as we all know, like... And maybe because we also have the luxury as we get older that we have a little bit more, but I will pay for that shit. Yeah. You want to come be with me? I will. Yes. The answer yes. is yes. Yes. I. You want two dozen donuts? Okay. Done. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Don't care at all. I'm like, are you happy? Will you snuggle me? Will you give me hugs and like take pictures with me in the fall? Then yes. <laughs> yes to all. I know. And this is the first year. So Jehu and Taya are like 21. Yeah. So they're like getting a boozy apple cider Ooh. along with the dads and like. Too cute. It was super cute. It was super cute. So <sighs> yeah, made my heart just all full. And then actually they ended up like going shopping in the day later after we got back and they ended up spending the night just because. <gasps> I know my heart. I was like, you guys, you just want you to know that my heart is so full. <laughs> yes. But, uh, you know, they were so cute. Like we just hung out, we played games and whatever. And then they went to bed at like nine. I was like, is this normal for you? And they were like, no, we're not really going to sleep. But you have um, in, in now in Jehu, what is Jehu's room, you know, was, has been transformed. So there's a TV and a Roku and whatever. And he's like, we're watching shows in bed. <laughs> you have this lovely new comfortable bed and this fabulous TV and setup. Absolutely. Yeah. So they were like, this is kind of great. I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> like a little hotel. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was, it was pretty great. So did you have to tell yourself to play it cool throughout yeah. the whole time? Be cool, well, be cool. I just was like, you're making my heart sore and sing. <laughs> they're like and that is all, that is all. <laughs> I, I won't keep bothering you <laughs> I will rein it in <laughs> yes I definitely did not knock on their door and ask if I could snuggle even though oh. I had the thought but I didn't do it <laughs> well that's that's probably good but maybe it's sometimes you should just try that yeah I might maybe in Christmas time <laughs> yes they'll stay for sure because they'll gifts so. that was for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i yeah don't make it weird mom that's, that's like right. that's my internal you know yeah voice anyway um yeah so we had a great time all of that to say and then actually uh i'm not gonna super sports out but i will just say the mariners 
made it to the playoffs. 18 innings was their last game. I mean, that crazy. It was just wild. And we just had a lot of fun. So we don't generally watch baseball because there's way too many games. Yeah. And, and they've been bad for so long. It's, um, it's just sort of painful, but so for the first time in 21 years or something, they're, they've been good. So their most, their, well, their very last game, you know, they were in overtime by the time I got off work on Saturday. And so I texted Noah. He was the only one home. And I said, do you want to watch with me? And he goes, sure. Which again, heart soaring, right? This was the weekend for you. I know. So it was great. So we watched and we watched an entire other game because 18 freaking innings. But yeah. it was very fun, and we had lots of jokes. And Noah just had all this nervous energy, and he'd just be like, you know, and he's of course shirtless because that's what he is at our house most of the time. And so he's just like doing this, like nervous, like t- you know, snuggle and laying, and then he's like watching, and then he's like pacing, and it was pretty cute. So so cute. Again, it was just all the bonding, and yes, I will take it all of it. It's the bonding. It's, it's, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, your heart is full. Any My heart other, is full. Yes. Any other like major heart filling or anything going on around there? No. Well, we are, I, I will share more probably at another time about this, but tonight uh, we are having a very special elephant night uh, with Taya my future daughter-in-law and I'm my, I'm just so excited about it. And I'm trying not to like put too much into it, but I just know that it will be really meaningful for her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which if you guys don't know about the elephant um, story, we've talked about it in past episodes. So I think you can probably even look it up just based on that descriptive, but just really talking about women coming together and supporting each other and especially a couple of my closest, which Kel will of course be there, um, friends to kind of just surround her and create this sort of moving forward, wanting her to know how important she is to us and how supported and loved and, you know, how much we all have her back. And I just think it'll be really special. So So wonderful. I love it so much. Yeah. It's so special. Like, as a woman, the bonds that we are creating, like the idea of those extending to our daughters is just like, oh, it's, it's just incredible. Yep. It'll be I really- never, I never would have imagined, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know if there's much new. But we had an amazing weekend. It was so fun. It was a long weekend. Um, Okay, so as some may know, my birthday was last week. Yeah. Uh, I am now 46, and I love it. I had a moment of like, 46? But then I was like, woman, you love getting older. Stop it. (laughs) So, um. And then Jim and I, we have our 20th anniversary, uh, November 2nd. So in a couple of weeks and our dear, 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 dear friends, um, they were the best couple in our wedding. Um, so we had a maid of honor and we had a best man and then we had our best couple, which 
was, they were already married. So they were our, whatever. We had to invent something for them because they're so special. Um, anywho, we went away for the weekend to Chelan, one of our favorite places, all of us, and just had the most wonderful weekend. Um, we haven't had, well, she and I have a lot of time together, but um, the husbands hadn't had much time together lately, like in the last few years, even like just, you know, work stuff and mm-hmm. lots going on. So they really had a chance to reconnect. And that was probably the most special part of it, honestly, um, just watching um, their friendship and the encouragement of one another. And the first night... <laughs> God bless the first night we were there. First of all, Jim never drinks, really. Well, we always say he never drinks. But then when he does, we're like, this is happening more often than not. No, not really. He really rarely, rarely, rarely drinks. Um, And when he does, he forgets that he's a super lightweight. So um, it affects him much quicker and easier than he anticipates. And then the fool... Once he starts going, he loses track and he is just, you know, he's not a skilled frat boy drinker. For sure. All. But he's also, he's also lost weight. So he probably is even more of a lightweight than he would even That is true. That realize because he just doesn't have the same mass that he did to process all of that. Yep. That <laughs> is also true. But the next morning, poor Jimmy was still in bed for quite a while after the rest of us were up. And we were just laughing at at one point. Our friend was like, there were some times where I didn't really know where he was going. And I just had to like ride it out because just say all of the things, pal. Just get it all out. That's right. That's right. <laughs> anyway, it was... It was such a highlight, not him getting stupid drunk, but I mean, he, well, yeah, I would say he was stupid drunk. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, though, is like, if you can't do it there when you're on vacation, you're all adults, you're all good friends, like where better to do something like that, let down, like, okay, you lost track. It's fine. Like, you know, and thankfully he's such a lovey, like. Yeah, you know, his inhibitions are are down and he's more lovey. So like yeah. all good things, you know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, and he what he was like, it was just like a fast forward on the letdown. Like I just That's made awesome. it happen all at once and then I could relax the whole rest of the weekend. Yeah. Anyway, it was just so great. And uh we went to a winery the next day for lunch. He had nothing, of course. <laughs> but it like looks over the whole Chelan Valley and it was just oh gorgeous so we hung out and just had so much fun so many laughs so many good heartfelt conversations um yeah just much much needed soul filler I love that. See, you had a heart-filled like weekend too. No, it must have been in the stars. All these feels. We'll take it. Uh huh. I love it. That makes me really happy. Yes, we came home on Saturday, and then yesterday we had. Uh, years ago, when I before Jim and I were married, I lived, uh, you know, as part of the cult. We lived with host families. And so my dear friend, 
I lived with her and her mom and sister and, um, we all got together yesterday with our husbands and kids and just had a family reunion. It was so wonderful. Cute. Yeah. So yeah, all the hearts, all the, all the feels and loves. Gosh, that's so great. Yeah. There weren't donuts though. Damn it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> that is a it's not quite good. But. <laughs> anyway, that's the haps around here. We're just enjoying all the things fall has to offer, which we for years have had the like five F's of fall, which is family, fun, food, football, frolicking. I don't know what the final F is, but yeah, I like it. We got it all. We got it all. So for your birthday, you also did some pictures. Did you already talk about this? I don't think you did. I have not talked about this here. I did post about it on the Instagrams and I'll keep sharing because I just love them so much. I decided like the week before my birthday, here's how it transpired. I was scrolling the, uh, the Amazon prime app <laughs> as one does. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh yes. Dangerous. Dangerous. Somehow I, I, come across this like big beautiful tulle skirt that's like puffy in all the places it was like a wedding gown skirt but not obviously anyway it happened to come in black and I was like oh I need this for what I do not know but I need it and I was like what can I come up with to actually need to buy this <laughs> Love it. And then I thought, oh, I'm going to take birthday pictures. This is perfect. I'm going to take birthday pictures. So then my mind just went crazy of like ideas of how I could celebrate my birthday. And uh, this last year has been one of lots of growth and change and just like, well, we'll talk more about this in a minute, but liberation for me. And, um, this time last year was when we took my birthday trip, um, with our girls who we now refer to as our coven, um, to a lake house. We spent the weekend. I really purposed to like connect, reconnect with, um, some women in my life who I felt like provided strength and, and just, inspiration to keep growing in the latter part of my life. And it was like this kind of milestone weekend for me and um, just looking back on the year since then, I was like, man, a lot has changed. Like that was a pinnacle moment mm -hmm. for me of I'm going to invest in myself. I'm going to um, yeah, just focus on me and, and that was shortly after I started therapy and just all kinds of things. So it felt really cool to a year after that for my birthday to kind of celebrate all that has happened in this year. And so doing it with photos was so fun. Um, my daughter was my photographer. And so um, I was at ease and it was fun, you know, rather than 
doing some fancy photo shoot or something, but, um, and she always brings out the goofy in me. So, um, it was just incredible at one point. So my vision was, I wanted to be like, you know, I wanted to celebrate my witchy vibes. So, um, I'm in all black in this beautiful skirt and barefoot in the woods and like doing all these things. And then I also wanted to get into the river, the Spokane river. It's become my happy place since, um, where if you hear weird noises in the background, it's my dog. Um, growling or doing whatever um anyway uh since moving away from the ocean which was my other happy place um the river has become like a a a cool place for me to spend time and connect with nature um so i actually got in the spokane river and um in my skirt so it was very cool um And then I just decided I was going to take my top off, which was, um, for me, like, first of all, I'm one of the, I'm, I'm not a small busted woman, so I don't roam around life without a bra on. Like if I'm going to see anyone other than my husband or children, I always have a very supportive bra on for the most part. (laughs) (laughs) And it even took me until probably the last few years to walk around my house without a bra on with my children. Like I just always felt like it was just too much, but then comfort won out, man, like bras are uncomfortable. So somehow it was like a, just, I don't, it just felt necessary for me to, to do this and just, experience like full liberation i probably could have been arrested for god's sake like there were people standing on the bridge above us my back was to them yes no really okay i made sure of that but they just wouldn't go away we kept trying to wait for them to go away but we were losing light and so i was like well we're just doing it and um i wanted it as a reminder to me of how comfortable I'm not necessarily yet, but how comfortable I want to be in my skin. And well, I am comfortable in my skin, but I'm not always comfortable with my body where it's at right now in my skin. I'm working on it. Um, but I wanted to celebrate like that. I'm even getting there and just the freedom and liberation of being a woman who loves herself is focused on herself enjoys life like all of the things and how quickly that has become true like obviously a year's in the grand scheme of like an 80 year old or an 80 year lifespan one year is not much but I feel like I've had so much healing and growth and just beauty come this last year that I, I just had to acknowledge it like and celebrate it on a, in a big way. And apparently that for me is to be topless in public. I don't know. 
<laughs> no. Well, I I think it was beautiful. I think it is such a beautiful picture for just that of like here yeah. I am, you know, and and of like freedom and liberation and like comfort in who you are and where you've come from and how far you've come. And like, in some ways you're, you're a hippie from way back, you know, in some of those, like, I think in spirit, right? Like, uh, like, I don't mean in a, like, I'm super granola, but in a, like, you know, like, let's feel our feelings and let's be good with, you know, even as the, in my most oppressed times of life where like, even in cult days of like, we were incredibly oppressed and we couldn't be ourselves. And we um, were pressured to fit into a mold that for me was not at all who I am. And so even during those oppressive times in deep down inside of me, there was a part of me that was like, "Mm, I'm going to do this on the outside, but no. Which I'm so yeah. grateful for that quality. I mean, she's gotten me into a lot uh-huh. of trouble. <laughs> but I don't know that I would have lived without that. Like, yeah. truly. I just don't know how I could have withstood the, the pressure and the... Um, the feeling so horribly about myself because I didn't fit in that box. If somewhere deep down inside, there wasn't that part of me that was like, yeah, but really fuck it. You know, like, yeah, I feel like that part of you is like part of that, like resistance, like rise of the resistance and the like, no, I'm not going to be part of that system. Like I can even play a role on some level, like, I can play a part like I can, you know, for the sake of survival, (laughs) but like that internal of like, "Mm -mm, no, 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 no. Like, I I think that's definitely a a core part of the gift of Mm. who you are. And so to have a visual representation of that is really cool. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. I, I love it. I <laughs> even take, like we took the pictures and we're driving home and Ellie was like, look at this one mom. And she shows me and um, she was like, are you going to put that one on your Instagram or something? Like she was, she was saying like, are you going to share this? And I was like, no, I can't put that on my Instagram. She's like, why? I'm like, there's people that follow me. Like, I know people. These are like my people that I know in real life. Jay who follows me on Instagram for God's sake. <laughs> and she was like, it's your back, mom. Yeah. It was my yeah. back mostly covered by my hair. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so the only like telltale sign is that I am holding my bra up in the light of day for all to see, which is not a small bra, mind you. Like it wasn't. 
It was still cute. I purposely it still looked wore good. my black lacy <laughs> one for that purpose. Um, no. So, but like even that conversation, and I'm texting my group text with my girls and I'm like, sent, sent that one and telling them about the conversation and like, even before Nicole responded of like, oh my gosh, it's fine. It's your back. I was like, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I have to do this yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, my friend's husbands follow me for God's sake. Like my Instagram is not private. There's, you know, <laughs> there's so much, but yeah. it felt like something that I had to do. I had to like cement for all the world to see or 400 people that follow me on Instagram. Like this is who I am now. I am this yeah. woman who was comfortable in my skin being who I am. Nobody gets to tell me who I am or what I think or how I feel or what my boundaries are anymore. I am the only person that gets to tell me this. And yeah. if you have a, a major problem with it, um, I'm open to hearing, first of all. If someone came and said, you know, I really feel like blah, 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 and tells me something about where I'm at in my life or what's going on and why they're concerned about it, bring it. Like, cool. I can take that. Yeah. And and maybe there is some value that I need to hear and take. Um, but I get to decide if that carries weight or if that is true to me and I am the only one in charge of my life <laughs> and yeah. that has been over the last year like I I wish I could describe what it feels like and and those who have gone through it like it probably immediately know what I'm saying and the feeling that I'm feeling um and everyone should experience it like the, and I, and maybe, maybe people do like, maybe it's not such a big deal to, to most people because they haven't lived in the oppression or the survival or the whatever trauma that I've lived in my entire life. But freedom and liberation from that are the most incredible thing. And Nicole and I were talking last night and this morning about what we were going to talk about today. And like, we knew we wanted to talk about my birthday and those pictures. And we knew we wanted to talk about like how I'm doing in therapy and what's going on, like that kind of thing. And, um, she was texting me this morning. She's like, are you comfortable? Like, are you, are you okay with talking all about yourself? And I was like, well, first of all, I always love to talk about myself. So we're good. But <laughs> she's like, if not, yep. we can talk about that Glennon quote, which is, let me pull it up here. Um, it's, she said it a few different times in different places, but this is the one that always sticks out to me, it was a tweet that she posted a couple of years ago, Glennon Doyle. She says, we can do hard things like honoring the people who love us by being and trusting ourselves. When we do that, we grant them permission to do the same. There's no such thing as one way liberation. 
<sighs> and that uh, being and trusting myself is the most liberating thing I've ever done. But that did not come easy for me. Like mm-hmm. a year's worth of therapy every week, digging into the deepest part of me past so much pain and rejection and abandonment and neglect and control and manipulation and abuse in every level of my life is what I had to dig through to get to me. Um, But it's on the other side of that is true liberation. Like Mm. I don't know what could be more liberating and more free than just being who I am and having the courage to be that when the people around me don't understand me or don't (laughs) some of them like (laughs) thinking I'm a Satan worshiper now because (laughs) I am in touch with a different spiritual side of myself than what like the cult of Christianity that I walked in approves of or understands like there are literal people in my life who I love and respect and who love me who are like uh should we be concerned about (laughs) what Kel's Mm. dipping into here like um and that's okay like I understand I've been there you know but being here And feeling the freedom to, I'm going to try this out. I'm going to see if, how this how this feels to me. Whether that's my spirituality or taking my bra off in the middle of the river. Whatever. Like, I get to yeah. try this out and see if it fits. I'm going into this fitting room and I'm putting on this shirt or this, you know, way of being to see if it fits. If it doesn't guess what? I get to put it back on the rack, but I wasn't too scared to try. And, and I wasn't so worried about what people would think of me that I wouldn't try. Um, and to me, that's the greatest unburdening of my life. Yeah. And if you listen at the beginning of the year, my husband decided for our family that this was going to be the year of unburdening. Like we set an intention, usually our own individual intentions, but he was like, for our family, I want this to be a year of unburdening. And wow. Like what better unburdening is there than liberation? Like, and as, I mean, obviously they're the same thing, but like, what better way to feel the burdens of and the strain and the weight of life fall off of you and be liberated from that than just like there's no greater liberation than from other people's opinion of you. (laughs) Boy, no kidding, huh? And I know I'm, I'm rambling here, but it's just, Pour, it's like Jim and his gin the other night. It's just pouring out of me. But <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I see it affecting my children. I see it affecting my husband. And it is like a flashing neon sign in our life right now is that there's no such thing as one way liberation. Yeah. I was just, as soon as you said that, that was exactly that, that last bit of that phrase. It is so powerful and it is just the truth because when you see as a friend, as your friend, when I see you being unburdened, when I see you being willing to try and to trust yourself and not scared to like, let's try this, you know? And like you said, I think there's so much wisdom even in that of, okay, if it doesn't fit, then you put it back, right? It's okay. Um, I think there's something then that is also inspiring. It is freeing. I do see that with your kids and your family, but it also frees others because that's inspiring. That is, that's like, man, there is something there that makes me want to take a deep breath in a way that I don't always have or experience, you know, too. And, and I think that's, that's all part of it, right? Is, is there's no such thing as just one way liberation. It's not just for you. And that's not like carrying that as if that's like your responsibility is not right. the point. That's not the thing at all. It's opposite of that actually. But, but the amazing ripple yes. effects that that yeah. can have. Yeah. Which I'll be honest at first was like uncomfortable to me. I have a friend who she just recently decided to start doing therapy and these last few months has been on like her own personal journey of some healing and self-exploration and just, it's so beautiful to watch her come into her power. Um, Mm -hmm. And there have been a handful of times, I mean, like quite a few times where she has said to me, like, I wouldn't be here. Um, I wouldn't be here if you hadn't been doing the work that you're doing. And at first I was like, no, like (laughs) that, that it's almost like false humility of like, I can't, I can't admit that what I've been doing has affected other people. And like, I'm so proud of myself and I'm so glad that you're so proud of me, but like, I can't say that it totally affected your life. Like that's, such a proud sure. feeling to have. And I read that quote this morning when you mentioned it. There's no such thing as one way liberation. And I was like, fuck that. I can be proud. I can. Yeah. I can receive that. That she wouldn't be here in the way that she is without being inspired by me. That is my whole point. No. That is not my whole point. My whole point in doing this is because I needed to be healed. Secondly, for my children, because there's nobody on earth more important than them. And lastly, for whoever else can benefit from my healing. Great. That is my point. That is, 
that is what I feel my call in this world is, is to heal myself so that I can help other people find their healing. So why would I poo poo it when someone tells me that's actually happening? Like, (laughs) yep. Um, Like, why do hard work if it's just for us? If it's just for me, I say that, but at the same time, it's like, meh, I'm worth it. Even if it's just for me. I was just going to say, even if it is just for you, you are worth it. But I do think it goes back to just our conditioning, right? That like, that like, oh, I'm not really worthy of that or that can't, you know, I don't want to look arrogant or... Um, I don't know. I just think there's a conditioning to like when someone says something meaningful and, um, powerful to us that like, that's uncomfortable to on some level for us to say, you know, to own or whatever. And yet, I mean, I will say even just that practice of when someone says something I am, I have been trying in the last while not to poo-poo it and no, and just to be able to say, you know what, thank you. That's actually really meaningful. I really appreciate that. That means right. Why, why would we not be allowed to feel good about ourselves? Like what the shit? That is what we have been conditioned. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think there's something even in that to be able to just say and receive it. Like, let it wash over you, you know, like, that's amazing. That's powerful to, to be reflected upon, you know, like to, to have someone reflecting the very thing that you've, the impact that you've had. I mean, that's, that's amazing. Why is it so uncomfortable? Like, I, it must be because it goes against all of the things that we're taught to believe about ourselves. And, and whether that's from a, being a woman, I mean, not, not to be the angry feminist or whatever, but I do, I do think we're conditioned as women to how many times does some dude here, like, I'm talking the dude bros, like, mm-hmm you know, whatever it is, like, oh, dude, you know, you inspire me to do that. Or, oh, I saw how good you were at that. And now I do it or whatever. Like, do they feel weird about someone looking up to them and wanting to be like them? Rarely. Like, it is okay for a man to, anyway, I'm not going to go totally down that road. But I, my point is like, I fully believe that for hundreds of years, there's been a like design against the power of women <laughs> to not let us yeah. want to feel like we have that power amongst one another. Um, and then add on the Christianity part of it and the, you aren't, you're born evil at the core of you. You're evil. Right. And feeling good about yourself is arrogant, therefore evil. Like there's, there's a whole thing that works against us 
to allow us to feel this way about ourselves, to allow us to liberate ourselves and to allow us to want to then have other people be liberated because of us. Like, it's almost like a conspiracy to hold us all back. Mm -hmm. And that might sound far out there for some people, but I just, I believe there's some truth to that of... Okay, I was having a conversation with someone who's in her 70s. She's recently had a a major life change and had some hard times. And we were talking just briefly, and I said, you deserve that. Something good. I can't remember, like, you deserve I think it was love, honestly. And she bristled against it. Like, not even outwardly, but like I could see her her body language change. And that feeling of, I don't deserve good things. Mm -hmm. I don't deserve good. Because I am an inherently evil person. And... It would be so arrogant of me to say, I deserve good. And so then I said, you're worthy of it. And she goes, Mm. yes, I am worthy of that love. But here's the thing. Christian women, maybe Christian men too, I don't know, not one. um, We were told by grace, by God's forgiveness, we're worthy. So worthy is an okay word. But we were also told that we deserve death because of our sin. And it was like, in this conversation, it was like literally 30 seconds. But I saw this whole thing unfold of like, no, I'm not, I don't deserve that. Mm. But because of God's grace, I am worthy of it. And there was this difference. And that might not seem like a big deal. But it's such a big deal to say, I only deserve bad. Mm. Me as I am, just this person without fitting into the box of Christianity or fitting into the box of being a good mom or fitting into the box of being a good wife or whatever. If I'm outside of that box, I don't deserve good things. I have to stay inside of that box so that I can deserve good. The liberation is fuck the box. I deserve good. I am a human being, not a human deserving. (laughs) Like, I deserve good. Now, if you're of the mindset that we're all born evil and in order to be good, we have to accept Jesus and all of that, this doesn't apply to you. And and that's okay. Like, I'm not trying to preach here, but I kind of am. Um, I don't, I'm not saying you have to believe like me. I'm saying this is the liberation I've found. And I hope other people can find their version of this. 
But the liberation for me was, I don't have to do anything special. I don't have to fit in any box. I don't have to obey any rule. I don't have to like follow some formula to deserve good things. I walk on this earth and therefore I deserve good things. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't murder people and things like that. So I'm sure, (laughs) I'm sure there's a limit. (laughs) Like (laughs) life still has consequences. Yes. Yes. But even in the midst of, hard times or I read a quote the other day that said like we have to stop telling people um no one can love you until you love yourself like that reinforces that you're not worthy of love when you're struggling Mm, and it was like but it's it's all to me tied together like they're This time last year, I would have been, I have said the words to my child. You're not going to attract a a mate that's loving and caring about you until you can love yourself. Like, you're going to keep attracting bums who take advantage of you as long as you don't think you're worthy. No. No. (laughs) like sure you might keep attracting bums because you're going to places where bums are and you're living your life around bums or whatever like but yeah you don't have to be perfect and have it together to have someone come into your life that's truly wonderful and loving and can help you see that in yourself like yeah anyway I digress but I love that I know that the liberation I have, the freedom from being undeserving, I hope that that can reach somebody else. Like, and please hear Mm -hmm. me. I walked around with the words, you are worthy of love. You deserve good things as the lock screen on my cell phone for months. So that every time I picked up my phone to see what time it was, whatever, hundreds of times a day, honestly, because I'm addicted to that thing. I saw the words, (laughs) you deserve good things. You're worthy of love. You're worthy of good things. You deserve love. Like I had to deprogram in my mind that I had to earn it through something. Mm Mm-hmm. Through measuring up in whatever way I had to earn it. Yeah. And I will say too, I don't, I, um, I don't think that everyone has to, to be, think exactly Mm -hmm. the same to still receive that same liberation. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, because in my mind, like I, Like, even as you were talking about some of the stuff, like with Christianity or whatever, like I found myself just having a little bit of bristle, but yet 
what's funny to me is there are, and don't think I'm not, not you, but people listening that I'm like, or that any of us are being like heretics (laughs) or something, but like there are inconsistencies, right? Like within the faith, within any faith, there are like, you don't have to earn it. You are loved because of who you are. And you do have to do this in order to whatever. And so there are inconsistencies. So I don't personally proclaim to even totally understand all of it, but I will say experientially what I've come to is what have I experienced to be true in the deepest heart of myself about the thing that is bigger than me, right? right? Whether you want to call, I'm comfortable calling that God. If you want to call that spirituality, you want to call that the universe, you want to call whatever, that's fine. I don't care. Personally, I don't care. Um, but what I have experienced from a child is that you are good. You are loved right where you are, right as you are. And so, you know, so that has inconsistencies with other faith practices. Okay. Right. (laughs) Like I'm comfortable with that. I'm okay with like, yeah, I don't totally know, but I'm going to lean into what I've experienced to be true. And I want to teach my kids that. And I think similar to what you were saying, I want to live that. I want to live that for people around me. And, and my experiential thing is you are good. You are loved. You are deserving of good things and love and, and yeah. Yeah. Well, and on how can that go badly for our, you know, like on the, on the, on the most basic level, you deserve good things. You deserve love. Even if you have to say, not because of who you are, but because of who God is. Right. Okay. Yeah. I deserve good things because I am created by a God who is all love. That's right. And that's my same. Like at the base, at like nothing more. And, but it doesn't come with the caveat of, but you have to accept grace first or but whatever. Right. Well, because then it's really what that is saying. The inconsistency that I've at least come to is in that, then that makes us the powerful ones (laughs) in like, like I have to do X, Y, Z in order to earn which then still is like the opposite of the right. whole thing, right? So in the at the end of the day, which does not, again, like you were saying, if you're a murderer, there are like shit consequences yeah. as there should be. If you're a cheater, there are shit yeah. consequences as there should be. But right? you, like, if you're a liar. But you're still loved. Like. Yes. It doesn't mean that you're not loved, but there's consequences yeah. to your actions. Of course there are. So no one's saying that there's not, but like, but but in the core of who you are, that you don't have to earn yeah. that love. That is something you are worthy of and deserve yeah. because you are. Yes. Maybe. I think it's. Maybe I take my. <laughs> uh, maybe I take my liberation to a level of like. Um, 
extreme, like liberation of free. I'm free to be me. Like, yes, but, but who I will take and that every day of the week. Like, why yes. would you not? If you have the ability to be liberated yes. in every fiber of your being, why would you not take that? <laughs> yeah. And here's the deal, too. To be super clear, we don't have to all think the same to still experience that. And your freedom doesn't threaten me. Yes. My freedom doesn't threaten, doesn't have to be, is not a threat to, you know, like, don't right. be insecure. Like that, and I don't mean you, yeah. but like, you know, like, it's okay to like not think the same and still go like, you go girl. Experience yes. that freedom. Yeah. You know, like, so, um, you know, whether you, the listener agree with everything or not, like I think right. still there can be like, Hey man, that doesn't have to threaten. Right. right. Anything. Right. Like, do you be you free? Right. Be free. Yes. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, I think one of the things about me that pushes a few buttons is like, I mean, we've talked about this ad nauseum at this point, but like my being a witch, like, what that means to me is I'm in, I'm in touch with like how nature is a very big expression of God in my life. Like I'm feeling like I have a lot of negativity. I just burn some sage and in my mind, I'm like, I am cleansing the negativity. Like that works for me. The Mm -hmm. goddess or God gave me sage it has properties that when i burn it supposedly clears the negative energy fine doing it it smells awful yeah but i'm doing it anyway (laughs) (laughs) that is literally one of the witchiest things that i do like i think that certain rocks have certain atom matter properties that feel to me like they provide strength and you know whatever like the plants talk to each other yeah whatever i can say some crazy things these are what the 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 women who were witches were burned for saying and yeah what supposedly invites like satan into your life (laughs) or whatever and these are the things that are that most freak people out about me right now. And I understand like it goes against a lot of the things that we were told. But like even if it's just a weird expression or a weird symbol or whatever that I've decided to to like believe in or think is valuable for some reason like how does that hurt you? Like, yeah, how does that, and how can you see that that's going to somehow make me open to evil? Like, right. And if, if you do, that's okay. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to like call people stupid or whatever by any means, like that's okay. But I can't let that hold me back. Like if that feels good to me, I can't say you're opinions about what I'm doing are so valuable that I'm not going to do that. 
And the reason that I'm saying this is for months, I did things privately, burning sage, having a crystal in my pocket all of the time or in my bra or whatever, like, because that gave me strength or whatever. But I did it privately yeah. in shame because of how I knew people thought about it. And then a couple months ago, I was like, this isn't fully serving me because I'm still letting the weight of people's opinion about it affect me. So I have to like, sep- I have to divorce from that. <laughs> like I can't, I can't have that in my life because I'm not living as a fully liberated person. And that meant that I also had to accept that my friends may not be my friends anymore. My, I don't know, like, and at one point a while ago, I had to have a conversation with my husband of like, are we still going to be okay if I go down this path? Whatever the path was, like, you know, whatever sure. the path is. Are we still going to be okay? Like, are you, you going to be okay with this? Like, and, and to me, that was like the ultimate fear of will I outgrow the things that are most important to me and not outgrow like I become better, but outgrow right. of like, um, I don't know. You, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. Change, like, well, though, I become so different like- than who you know me to be that you can't, that sure. you don't feel attacked. Like you don't feel that same, um, understanding or attachment to me like is that possible because I was very 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 scared of that and and he was like my love for you does not depend on any of those things like sure which is probably a lot where my like absolute connection to if I am being authentically me I can't there is no shame like because I am loved mm-hmm. and anybody who truly truly loves me will not care <laughs> like yeah. so anyway yes. that's a tangent but um I don't think that we can get to that point in of liberation until we feel safe in, in our relationships. Like I do think it takes sure either someone saying, I love you no matter what, or a resolve inside of like, if they can't go here, this is important enough to me that I'll do it alone if I have to. Sure. 
I also think it's, I think there's also a place of like, even if people's response is, well, I mean, I don't totally get it, but I see, I see the liberation. I see the freedom. I see the fruit of it being really good. I see you being more free, more yourself, more um, wholehearted, uh, you know, more unburdened. And you know what? That's beautiful. You know, I mean, I, as an example, like my brother and sister-in-law a few years ago had really been in a space where they were just so burdened, so heavy hearted, so like, you guys are not okay. Like under a cloud of weighty religious. And I, and I don't mean that in spirituality or, or what, you know, whatever I mean, like truly in this like muck of like culty, like heavy shit factory. And I remember we were really concerned about them because they were clearly not okay. Like their marriage was, they were fighting. It was, you know, it was not good. It did not have the fruit (laughs) that you'd hope to see. And as they have been themselves on an unburdening of some of the crappy stuff, right? The box, the heavy, whatever, have tos need to be fill in the blank about all these other people um, versus and, and letting go of that. They have been more at peace, more joyful, more lighthearted, more united. Clearly like as a couple, they are more Mm -hmm. free in, in beautiful ways and, and more in love and more all of these beautiful things that I, I mean, we at a certain point, Aaron and I just said, I don't know what's going on, but I'm yes. so relieved because we've just seen such a shift and we had been so concerned about yeah. your mental health. I mean, depression and like all of these things, you know, it was serious. Yeah. And so to see them find this new space of really becoming unburdened and really experiencing a unity and a joy and all of these things as a family and as a couple and whatever. I mean, it was like, I didn't even need to know the details of what it was, but I could see the fruit of it, you know? And so I guess similarly, I think it's okay for people to, to go, I'm not really sure about all that. Like, and I don't know that that's going to be the freedom in my life. Like it is in yours, but more than anything, I see the fruit and I am happy yeah. for you. Like, and that is yeah. awesome. So whether it's therapy, whether it's yeah. spirituality, whether it's, you know, um, honestly, even t- speaking your truth, if it's a in a relationship that is not its best yeah. self, right? If it's whatever, like, I mean, you can do it in healthy, the healthiest ways possible, and you can do it in shitty ways possible, but still that same sentiment of there's no such thing as one way liberation. I have continued yes. to see as yes. truth um, as it all susses yeah. out. It is yeah. amazing how as people get free um, and it is the proof yeah, is in the pudding. Right. 
you know? Well, and we, yeah, like my focus on that one way liberation obviously is, is the journey that I've been on this last year or so, but like we were talking privately about, you know, we have friends and family members who have, you know, decided to go their separate ways for whatever reason, like, and like you said, in a healthy way or an unhealthy way, like there it's, it runs the gamut. Um, but each of those people have in their own way after the separation become healthier people. Um, is that always the case? No, obviously like there's some people have to take their road, you know, to get to that place and there's bumps in the road, (laughs) like whatever, not my, not my business, but the fruit of, wow, she is so much lighter or she is so much happier or he is so much more, um, walking in his like gifts of life or, you know, whatever, or just like the mental load of feeling unseen in your most intimate space has lifted from these people, you know, like, no, (laughs) I'm not saying everyone get divorced. It's great. No, of course not. But if you're in that place, you know, and, and you've been hanging on or whatever. And, and suddenly because there is a need and you as a couple decide Mm -hmm. that there is a need and that happens, it's like, it is liberating in, you know, like we, we are seeing that in the people we love, the, the beauty of the liberation of it. And that is not to say it's not fucking hard. It's devastating to so many people, like not just the husband and wife, but their children or their friends or whatever, like all of it. Yep. But at the end of the day, the, the people who are most affected by the burden do get to experience Mm -hmm. the liberation. And that is beautiful. Even even in to use another Glennon term, I think, or maybe um, my other person. Yes, Brene. thank you, Brene Brown. Um, brutal, like it's brutal and beautiful at the same time. That's Glennon. That's Glennon. But uh, worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And and in all reality, I've seen it in business. Yes. Too. You know, this job is killing me. This this thing that I thought I so wanted is not the direction I actually oh want to be God, going. Yes. And I am, it, you know, it's either killing me, it's killing my family, or it's or it's right. killing the business because I am not oh, my best self. So this good. is not yes. life bringing. You know, it is. It is. This is not limited to relationships in in intimate relationships. It is. It is in all of the ways, right? Like whether it's school and I am doing a thing that is not my whatever, but I I mean, truly I I see it in business too. Like it's shocking how many people can like, you are either going to kill this business or kill your business because this is, you are, this is not life giving. That is so good. I'm so glad you said that. We're just here solving the yeah. world's problems. 
Oh, it's so important. It's so, it's such good, like, insight. Mm -hmm. Okay, so do we have anything else we need to talk about? No, I think that's really good. I do think it makes me want to look at life. Like, am I, is the fruit of my life the the fruit that I want, yeah. right? Like, is it rotten? And if it's, if there's some rotten fruit that's killing me, what do yeah. I need to look at? Like, whether that's in my workspace, whether that's in my home life, yeah. whether that's in my internal right. world, right? right? Like I, I do kind of think those are the signs, right? There's your sign. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to say. I think our homework for ourselves needs to be like, what, do, where do I need liberation? Like, yeah. What, even if it's the terrifying first little baby step, what, and my deepest, truest self is not serving me. Yep. What do I need to find liberation from? And maybe it's, yeah. it's, it doesn't have to be like straight to divorce. It can be like tiny little no. seed of intention right here that this just yep. doesn't feel right. I need to think about this. I need to, you know, how can I shift this even a tiny bit in whatever capacity? Yeah. Well, and I will say, like, it's probably less likely. Yes. It is less likely right. that it's divorce. It's more likely, right, that it's I'm carrying yes. too much. Right? I don't, I am carrying the weight of the world for all of our family's finances. And yeah. it's too much. I I need, I need to yeah. share the load. Yeah. Right? And honestly, as an example, <laughs> that is a real life example. Um you know, what's, what's amazing and beautiful and true is as soon as I say that or, or allude to that, Aaron is quick to go, my God, yes, yes. woman, let's yes. do that. Right. He's not, he's not, you know, going like, fuck you. Right. That's too bad. You know, he's like, oh my God, yes. I don't want you right. to be burdened. I want you to be yes. unburdened, well, you know? And again, it doesn't mean that's not hard sometimes. But yes, you know, but here's the thing in this example, your example, you open the door. I'm storming it. No, I'm you're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> like back to the quote, liberation is not one way. Sometimes when we are carrying all of the weight, we are not giving the other person the ability to step into their whole self. That's what Correct. provides the liberation of like, I can't do this. Like, <laughs> I can't, I cannot carry the weight of this anymore. It is suffocating me. We got to rethink this. Then that other person can step into their full power, their liberation of, of, of right. a new level of responsibility or whatever. Like, and yeah. guess what? You are then challenged to have to trust more. And yep. they are then, like, carrying the responsibility of honoring your trust. Like, and that's a whole new yeah. level of, sometimes liberation doesn't feel like freedom. It feels like more responsibility. But, 
in in the process of it, there is more freedom because all of a sudden, like, I don't even know that this is, I'm not trying to diagnose anybody's problems or whatever, but like it just a hypothetical in this situation with Aaron, all of a sudden he realizes that he can trust himself more, like that he can carry that weight that he thought he couldn't, or that he didn't know if he had the strength for or whatever. Like it is so life giving And that is why it's not one-sided. It's not necessarily like feel-good life-giving sometimes, but the end result of it is going to be. Yep. Well, and sometimes liberation is leveling up. You know, sometimes it's like, yeah, I wasn't capable of that how many years ago, but I super am now. And not only that, but like, I actually have a different twist on that and I see it in this way. And do we need to look at it with new eyes? And I mean, I'll say that even when I'm doing hair, let's go wash you and then we'll get fresh eyes on it. Let's like revisit and we'll, you know, because sometimes you need that. And so, I mean, if you are partnered Uh (laughs) in Uh life in whatever way, whether it's business or, or, you know, marriage or whatever, you know, it let some, letting someone be your partner (laughs) (laughs) is also part of it. Right. Is also, like you said, like sometimes that means that I have to let go and trust more, but that is ultimately, even if it's hard, more liberation and them stretching their legs and seeing that they are capable of more or different in ways that they were not previous is also liberating. And also with our children. Like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I mean, how much is that a factor of like the weight that we carry for our children, sometimes beyond when it is even healthy for us to carry that weight. And we are, we've talked about this before, but we're robbing them of their opportunity to level up their opportunity to find more of who they are. Like, it's not just the, the learning like responsibility. It's learning what you're made of. It's learning who you are in there. Mm. And yeah, I mean, here's the shit of it. Our beautiful children are wired that, they will find their independence, whether we like it or not. And (laughs) sometimes it will be ugly when they do. And they will move to the side of a mountain and stop talking to you for months. And you will have to suffer through it. I'm saying that on behalf of a friend. Not me. I never experienced (laughs) such things. Lord. Jesus. Yes. But yeah. when you get to that place of like, oh God, I can't do anything. I have to let go. Then yes. beauty comes from it and they move home. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, that did happen, but it's <laughs> not always the yes. result. <laughs> no, but it, it beauty it does, does come from it because when you can finally let yeah. that go, then they're able to grow into that who they're supposed to be too. And you trying to carry something that is no longer yours to carry is going to kill you. Like I, I can say that a (laughs) hundred percent from my own experience, right? Like it's anybody, right? Like carrying shit that is no longer mine to carry 
and I actually can't do anything about will actually kill me. So being liberated and saying like, I can no longer be codependent. I can no longer care more than you do. I, you know, have to let you carry that and have to let you pay the consequences of your choices, both positive and negative is liberation. And it's no wonder that our kids, as they age, you know, part of that is they gain more freedoms as they get older and responsibilities, right? As a child, you have no responsibilities, but you don't have freedom, right? You're subject to parent, whatever. And then you grow and that, you know, you both, you get both freedoms and responsibilities. It's no wonder. Yeah. We really are just yeah. solving I mean, it all. Guys. Where's our hotline number? Somebody call in. We can solve Honestly. it. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's not easy. I'm glad that you said that earlier. It does not mean it's not oh, freaking hard, but it, but it is good and it is yes. worth it. And I feel responsible to say this as the evangelist of therapy. Sometimes we cannot wade into these weeds by ourselves, and we need support from a trained professional of some capacity. Yes. And yes, I, I just, I'm just putting that out there. Like I know for a fact, I would not be where I am right now without someone who, first of all, made me feel seen, made like affirmed that the things I was feeling and thinking were not crazy. They weren't my fault. They weren't like, the result of me being, um, you know, a, a loser, <laughs> but right, right. just um, having someone say, oh my gosh, of course that's how you feel. Look at, look at yeah, 45 years of life that ingrained into you that that was the truth. Like, of course that's yeah. how you feel. And, but then to be able to also say, but that's not actually the truth. This is from a scientific level mm. or from a a, a, yes. a place of love or whatever. Like this is what's actually truth. And um, I know that it is, first of all, incredibly hard to find a good counselor or therapist in this world <laughs> that is taking patients. Like that is sometimes feels impossible. Um, mm-hmm. But I will say like, if you know you've got heavy, big work to do for your liberation, like, really don't do it alone. It's <laughs> it's not. I mean, yes, you can start taking your steps or whatever, but as the evangelist, evangelist of therapy, like, <laughs> maybe just consider a partner to do it with. A trained professional yeah. partner. <laughs> a trained professional. It's good. It's good. <laughs> okay, so our homework for the week. Discover one place of liberation. We'll come back yeah. here. There will be a pop quiz for a final exam. Absolutely. <laughs> well, and message us. Yes. If you if you see that, if that resonates, if there's something, like, tell us. I, we would love to know that yes. we're not the And also ones. there's power in speaking your intention. Like, if you don't have, or even if you do have, like, once you realize what your intention is, what this one place of liberation yeah. is, tell someone. Because there's yeah. there's power in speaking those things out loud. It it gets the ball rolling. And um, if you don't have someone or if you also want to share it with us, please do. Because 
I love, I love this shit. <laughs> yep. Same. Okay. I think we beat this horse right. right into the ground. I think so. All right. Yeah. We got to let these people have lives. This is a listen in three sessions episode. 